Hello folks, Dr. Tim Jordan back here with another episode of Raising Daughters. And if you are the kind of parent who wants to be now an influence in your daughter's life and remain an influence in her life throughout the teen years and beyond, then you are in the right place. You have to excuse my voice today. I will talk as loud as I can, but I have laryngitis from allergies. But I will push through because this is a really important topic today. I had a friend one time who told me that he and his adult kids were looking through some old family videos from when that little when their kids were young and growing up. And the videos were funny, they're all laughing, but then this guy realized that he didn't remember any of the things on the videos, even though he was the one who took the videos. He was the one behind the camera. And it struck him that during that time in his life, when his kids were young, he was building up a business on his own. His own business, and he was so absorbed in his business that even when he was with his family, he wasn't really with them. His mind was a was a thousand miles away, working on problems at work, etc. And that sense of not being present when you're present is what I want to talk about today. My wife and I have been doing a role play when we give talks with parents sometimes, and what we do is we have the the group split in half. One group goes outside the room, and my wife, Ann, usually has them, and he tells them they're going to come back in the room and find a parent who is another adult, and they're going to act like they were like a five-year-old kid who was outside playing in the yard, and they caught a butterfly, and they are so excited to come in and share their new little thing with their parents. I tell the parents when the kids come back in, one of those kids, quote-unquote adults, acting like a kid, is going to kneel down in front of them so they feel small. And they're going to share a butterfly with you. I tell them, act really distracted. Be kind of half there and half not there. So it kind of be like, yeah, that's really great, honey. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, great. And not really be present. Maybe pull out your phone. Look at your phone. So I get them all set up. The little kids come jumping in. Hey, mom, dad, you know, look at me. I caught a butterfly. And they kneel down. And then the parents act distracted. And it's really interesting to watch the reactions of these parents acting as kids. Some of them get quiet, some of them get more intrusive or louder and more annoying. After maybe 30 seconds or a minute of that, we stop and say, okay, Um, we ask the kids how they're feeling first and foremost. And these adults playing kids will say things like, because my parent ignored me or was distracted, I felt unimportant, not loved, not noticed, not as important as their business or their phone calls not cared about. They don't say, I I just, you know, felt, you know, like I wasn't, they just don't say things like I didn't get paid attention to. They say deeper things like not being cared about, not being important and not feeling loved. And these are adults playing little kids in a one minute role play. So you can imagine how your kids might feel if they're around you and you're not fully present. It's so common today for parents to not be fully present because there's some external things that, that pull our attention, all, all, our, all of our devices. And we complain loud and, and hard about teenagers, teenagers and teenage girls and their social media and their phones. And yet adults, I think, are just as guilty of that as their teenage daughters. We, we are almost always connected to our phones. A lot of parents are working a lot of hours these days. They're distracted. They're busy. 
Uh, they have worries. There's been all kinds of worries because of COVID, because of the economy, et cetera, et cetera. And so a lot of times parents are externally distracted by all their, their devices and things, but they're also internally distracted by all their thoughts and their worries. I recently read a short little story in this little publication called Bits and Pieces, which I've been getting for years. It was just this little paragraph about this little kid who said that he wished that he was at TV because then maybe his family would pay more attention to them. And so I decided to extrapolate on that and to, and to uh, fill that out a little bit more. And I want to pretend for a minute like I'm a kid talking, comparing myself to wanting to be more like a TV or a phone. I'll do those two things separately. So it might sound like this if I was one of your children. I want to be a TV set, and I want to live like the TV set in my house. If I got to live like the TV set in my house, I'd have my very own special place and have my family around me a lot. I'd live right next door to the fireplace, and everybody would sit around me all warm and cozy and happy. Everybody in my family would take me seriously when I talk, and they would really listen to me. I would be the center of attention, and people would listen to me without interruption or questions. I'd always have their full attention. And if somebody decided to interrupt me, my dad would quickly say, stop talking and pay attention to her. I want my family to see me as interesting and funny and wise and knowledgeable and important and irreplaceable. They would never find me boring, and I would always keep their interest. I would even have the company of my dad when he arrives home from work, even if he's really tired from a long day at work. And I want my mom to want me when she is sad and upset, instead of just ignoring me. I definitely want all my brothers and my sisters to be fight to fight to be with me, to fight over me. I want my family to just leave everything aside and just spend time with me. I want the same special care the TV set receives, even when it's not working. My family would immediately notice if I'm upset, if I'm not at my best, and they would care for me to try and get me back up and running. And last but not least, I want to entertain them. I want to make them all happy. I want to be the person who brings the whole family together and makes everyone happy. I just want to live like a TV. Or your daughter might rather be a phone. Because if I was a phone, I would always be with my parents. I'd always be noticed, always be paid attention to. My parents would take me everywhere. I can make them laugh. I can make them happy. If I have a question, they can easily look up answers. They would protect me like the precious thing that I am. And they would prefer to look at me versus playing with my siblings or talking with their friends. If I was a phone, my parents would always be checking up on me to be sure I'm happy and all charged up. My parents would notice that my energy or my moods got even a little bit low, always wanting updates from me to be sure they're up to date with me. I would always feel close to my parents and never leave their sight. They would never, ever think about leaving home without me, much less leave me alone. If I got left in another room or anywhere, they'd be nervously looking around for me and they wouldn't stop until I was found. If I needed something new, they'd be willing to pay for it, no questions asked. They'd update my wardrobe, they'd update my devices, they'd update anything I needed. 
and they would brag to their friends about all the incredible things that I can do. I would be the last thing my parents would check on and the last thing they would think about every night and the first thing they'd check on each morning. I'd never be ignored at the dinner table or when they're out with other people. They'd always tell me they couldn't live without me and they would also say, I don't know how we ever live without you. If I was a phone, if I asked for something, I can expect an immediate response. We'd hold so many memories together and they would love me more and more each year as I, got, as I got more and more interesting and more and more complicated. I have a sense, this is Tim speaking now, I have a sense that many of your kids could resonate with some of those thoughts. And I think some of you parents would probably resonate with some of those thoughts as well when you're thinking about your spouses. So instead of your kids wanting to be a TV set or a phone, instead... Maybe we can make some agreements for this holiday season about our family time. Maybe your families can agree to turn off their devices when you're eating, when you're playing games, when you're out in the yard, when you're taking hikes, when you're traveling in the car. Everybody could agree to be fully present with each other. If you were, they would not have as much interest in becoming a TV or a phone. Also, kids would want you to remember to do the little things for them just like you do with the phone and the TV set. Every kid, I think, wants tuck-ins every night. And that even includes your high school daughters who may act like they don't want to be anywhere near you. I've worked with teenage girls for 30-something years. I've run retreats and camps, and they love to be tucked in. Families could decide this holiday season to to start making habits out of noticing their kids without having to be asked. Or are their kids having to create some kind of trouble or drama or something issue in their life in order to be noticed? You can ask your kids' opinion. Value what they have to say. Value who they are, even if it's different than you and it's different than the rest of the family. Maybe even especially if they're different from the rest of the family. Maybe we can all learn to value every part of kids, just like we value all the different parts of our devices. Technology changes over time. Social media has been changing over time, and so will your daughters. And you can, you can promise them and commit to them that you're going to embrace all of their changes, even if sometimes it goes against the grain. And for sure, for sure, you can commit to spending uninterrupted time with them, especially one-on-one, having little dates with them. The exercise with the butterflies I told you about at the beginning of this podcast. We finish it off by having the the kids come back a third time. The second time, we have them come back and the parents just give the kids some negative body language just so so these parents can see what it feels like to be a kid when your parents are frowning or frustrated or angry. But the third time, we tell the kids to come in, share the butterfly, and then we tell the parents to get down on their kids' level because these adults playing kids are, are kneeling down to be small. And we tell them, get down on their level and see the butterfly through their eyes and just be fully present and have fun with it. And it's amazing the energy in the room, even with adults who are just playing a silly little game. Because it's not silly. Every kid wants to feel loved and noticed. Every kid wants to feel special and heard and understood. They want to feel important and valued. I don't want your kids to have to be a telephone 
our social media site, our TV set, in order for them to feel those things with you this holiday season and beyond. So make some commitments to yourself and to each other that you're going to do it different, that you're going to be fully present with each other and make agreements as a family about what that will look like. And if you do, I think your kids will feel all those things. They'll feel loved and heard and noticed and important and special. Thank you so much for tuning in every week here to these podcasts on Raising Daughters. Uh, if you want more information about all the things that I do, then just check me out at my website at drtimjordan.com. By the way, my wife and I created some dinner dialogue cards a couple years ago. There's a set of, I think it's a hundred and something cards. And you can pull them one at a time. And then it's a topic that you would talk about around the table, around the dinner table, if you will. And they're they're, they're much more in-depth than what's your favorite color or what's your favorite holiday. There's some questions that will get everybody thinking about things in a deeper way and also learning about each other in more deep ways. They're called Dinner Dialogue Cards. So you can find those on the website at www.drtimjordan.com. Have a great holiday season to all of you. Uh, pass these podcasts on to your friends. If you have questions, you know, just go to the website and you can contact me through there. Hope this helps. Uh, Be fully present this holiday season and forever. I'll see you back in a week. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.